Welcome to Naga's Memory. I'm your host, Lisidi Mukwaje. This is a podcast on black women's dreaming, seeing, and healing. Join me in conversation with some badass wild women who inspire all of us to live on the edge. Are you from Pumalanga? You've got such a Pumalanga flavor. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay, where are you from? So I was born in Soweto, grew up in the Eastern Cape with my grandmother, and then 1999 I came up to Johannesburg and I have never left, yeah. And SZA is also known as, I guess, her mentality? Yes. Solo moon, what's that? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a phase in, in, in my life where, it's, I think it's too soon to even speak about this now, right? No? I don't know. <laughs> so when, okay, so um, solo moon solo is one. Yeah. Right. And the moon is the moon at night. And when I start, when I named myself that, it's I was going through a time where I was alone, and yeah. there was that constant light. I'm forever seeking that constant light within me to leave me home. And solo moon is that. Mm-hmm. And I had planned to to name or rather, I can't say that rather but for you to title my book that because my 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 instagram like the content has changed like to healing and self yeah hence solo moon yeah 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 yes and and that is how i know usiza actually (laughs) from her instagram page hashtag stalker but no no i'm not a stalker i I don't think you're a stalker if you're a stalker you have i behaved well yeah you wouldn't be here wouldn't be finding ourselves here yeah no you see so scissor I guess would define her in some ways as an Instagram influencer. I don't like that. You've word. got fifty-three thousand followers. <laughs> but like, I didn't like. I didn't go out actively looking for those followers. They just keep finding me and they keep staying. So your followers are actually real followers. Yes, people. I don't even know how they found me. They unfollow me. Look, one morning I had for fifty-four thousand, right? Yeah, fifty-four point five. The other morning, I, lo- I don't know what I posted that day. I lost about a thousand. Whoa. So they go, they come and go, they come and go. I've been on 53 for such a long time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I find that fascinating, just Instagram and the communities that you can, like, assemble just purely mm. from what you post. I always thought people did something. No. To become not influenced. Not that I know of. Like, literally, like... I really feel like maybe if I were to use those, get more followers, my account would be like massive. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what is it about my 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 account that people keep going to and returning to. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm definitely one of those people. <laughs> so maybe I can shed some maybe light. Maybe you can tell me. <laughs> I mean, I definitely your Instagram is very striking, you know. Um, there's something about it that like speaks of who's incredibly courageous and bold stupid <laughs> stupid very you wear your, your things on your sleeves <laughs> I'm a mess I'm a but mess. I mean it's beautiful you've mm. taken these photographs where you've been topless mm. you are the people's boyfriend I what did. are you <laughs> how did that come about I don't know like 
I don't know how where the people's boyfriend came from. I think I think that time I was feeling myself proper. Yeah. And I was like, and also I don't I don't think I had anything to write that day. Okay. And that was my caption, and it sat on me, and it yeah. stuck on me. Yeah. And mind you, like, so do people approach you in public? You a lot, a lot. And it's, for me, like, they never really come at me sexually. Like, they always come at me like. You've healed me. Things yeah. have gotten better because of you, and I never know how to respond. Yeah. You know, because my writing has always been for Caesar. You know, it's always been for myself. Yeah. And the amount of, of healing that people find in me healing myself is is incredible. And I relapse a lot, but it's like every time I, I lay myself bare and I speak about the flaws that I have that I walk around with yeah. people are like no but I can relate and I mean I, I'm feeling shitty sorry yeah oh, <laughs> I'm feeling like shitty as fuck and I'm like I'm going like even this morning I'm going through the most today yeah. you know and I don't know the way people see me is amazing I, I don't know if I think if I were to see myself the way people see me, my head would be like as big as a human. I don't get it. And for me, like whenever like Instagram starts feeling like a chore for me to post, you know, I stop. Like that times where I like, go like away for like a month, two months because it feels like people are expecting me to say something. Yeah. And on sure. those days, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that it's probably a little bit burdensome and intimidating but equally uh, affirmative because so many people do love you mm. and do love what you say mm. we are Caesar as your name says yeah. in a way you yeah. help yourself but you yeah. help so many people yeah. so you are a light I call you a wild woman <laughs> Jesus that is literally the best way to do. like I sent someone um, <laughs> so what I'm going through today yeah? Um, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm foolish when it comes to love, right? Okay. I did one foolish thing last night, and it just like blowed up on my face. Blew up on my face. I sent her a text, and I'm like, a voice note. I'm like, but I'm, I'm wild, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a wildfire, and this is how I love, and this is how you have to take me because then it's about a problem because I will not be able to love in a way that does not frighten you. And by frighten, I mean me. I, I jump. You know, like Nila. <laughs> we again, yeah, And I think also with Instagram, like people, people on Instagram are very playful, right? Yeah, you can see my my Q and A's. People are just trying to like, it's it's a big like litmus. It's a nice party. Yeah, and someone who's yet who's still learning me thinks that's me. Yeah, and I'm like, but no, like you must yeah. experience me outside of my Instagram. So as much as Instagram has been a healing space for me, it's also been like people are cautious of me. Yeah. Because they think I'm out there like trying to break us and I'm like, I'm here, it's Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sober and I home. was at home, it's all you know, I was at home Friday night. And I was surprised to learn that you're in corporate. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been in corporate. I think I've only written one article that I got paid for and I think it was about one point five last year <laughs> i didn't even know how to rate it really <laughs> you know i'm like okay so when we spoke or uh in, in our interactions you said that you don't read your poetry no i'm gonna read it <laughs> anyway it's a short poem that i really love 
Uh, just so everybody can get a little bit of a taste of Caesar's poems. I mean, you can go to her Instagram. You can just get drunk on all the good <laughs> that she writes. But um, I just want to read this one. Maybe we will come back here again, you and I, unafraid and less dented. When that day comes again and the moon calls us by name, when the wind calls us by what we want to be to each other, we will fly as high as eagles, unbound, and still feel safe. I will wait. <laughs> this is the strangest thing because also that poem, I, I'd written it for the person I'm currently wearing my heart on my sleeve for. Okay. You know, <laughs> like when I wrote that poem there, I was feeling so, I don't even call my, my work poems. I'm only saying it's a poem because you're calling it a poem. Yeah. I was so, I was so sad. Also because I feel a lot. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and this person I'm trying to, whose attention I'm trying to get is not like me. Okay. Right. And it's always the case with me. I'm, I'm always attracted to literally the opposite of me. Yes. Here I am, Mina, Mila. <laughs> you know, my arms wide open and they're like, what are you doing? No <laughs> <laughs> extra. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm constantly having to say, I'm a wildfire. Yeah. And, but let me love you. Because she was, was like, yo, I had sent her like a, <clears throat> a, a, a note when we started getting to know each other. And she was like, I even feel like you're not even explaining yourself the way you should because you're trying to do it for me. I, yes, I, I'm constantly having to tame myself yeah, so that people can understand my love language better, you yeah. know, so that it does not scare them away. Yeah. Because I'm a lot, you know, and sure. even even in my rage, I'm a lot. Yeah. In, in, in everything, actually, like... I'm an, like, I'm an extremist yes. you know I, I love like the world is coming to an end and when I'm done I'm done yeah. I'm fully I'm detached I, I don't even see you anymore yeah. but when I'm when I'm there loving you like the world is ending people are like man just <laughs> you know? take it easy and I'm like what does that even mean <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know what it means to move from one lane to I mean I'm always <laughs> on the first lane <laughs> Yeah, but okay. I think I can be like that as well with love. And like especially picking opposites of me because mm. there's a part in you that I think mirrors yes. the person you're trying Correct. to pursue. Correct. You know? Correct. And so they you're like, oh, I'm this wildfire, but then they are like this weird reminder that you're also ice. Yes. Which is true. <laughs> which is true. Which is true. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be a wildfire before I become ice. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, so so that was the poem I chose. I've got another one which I will speak about a bit later. But for now, because I want to get into the dreaming. Okay. So dreams, they fascinate me, you know. Yeah. Um, they, they are so real for the dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, they say so much about someone you know they speak to this kind of other seeing yeah. you know this inner eye and so i want to i like to speak to people about their dreams what they dreamt but what do they make of dreams for you literally what do your dreams mean to you and what do you think dreaming can do for someone's life or how can it affect their day-to-day being i grew up with my grandmother right my grandmother was a healer. To Izangoma, dreams are important. Yeah, right. It, 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 it's an instruction or it's a warning or it's, a, it's guidance. And that's how I've taken dreams. 
you know lately i've not been dreaming nice dreams you know but i i believe that maybe it's it's telling me to fix some things in my life or to fix some interactions in my life yeah. so i've been a bit scared yeah. you know to to open myself up lately because i'm like i've been having these nightmares literally every day and i don't quite know what they mean but they scare me they terrify me so clearly and they've been like in the form of things that actually terrify me yeah you know for me i know uti that means this, i need to work on something i need to fix something so for me that's what dreams do uti get just fine some of them are to celebrate yes. you know things yeah. are going well you're dreaming of angels you know you're dreaming of these things but sometimes you're dreaming of snakes yes you know and you know we know as black people what dreaming of a snake means a snake means the dreaming of worms you know and i know what it means you would there's something that i need to do right yeah. you know and as as much as as much as i believe in i'm christian right yeah i believe very much in 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 my grandmother i believe very much in 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 my late grandmother and everyone who's gone before me mm-hmm. and i know that maybe some things some dreams are warnings from them yeah. and i would not necessarily close them out just because i i believe that there's a jesus yeah. yeah yeah so for me dreams are very and i'm very much in tune with my dreams and when mang pope denji first thing i do i call my mom I'm like okay. mama mang pope so what does it mean yes even when my colleagues at work be pope i'm like mama shamein says this pope so oh, what really? does it mean yes. is she good with interpreting yes, very dreams? much very much you've dreamt of dirty water clean water what does it mean you've dreamt of <clears throat> running you've dreamt of all those things my mom will tell you yeah. what it means yeah. and she will tell you okay pray do this ganja yeah. ganja mm. oh you mm, my mom beautiful that's yeah. beautiful it's <laughs> beautiful to yeah. have that yeah my yeah. mom is that person okay and then in, in terms of um i don't want to talk about your nightmares now cuz it's so <laughs> present but um what are some dreams that you will never forget or a dream. You know, I have like several dreams throughout my lifetime. I can't remember exactly when I dreamed them, but like I have not forgotten the time that I flew. Mm-hmm. I have not forgotten the time that I saw somebody burnt to, to death. Yeah. Like all of these kinds of dreams yeah. that sometimes stick, you know? Yeah. What are some dreams that have stuck in your consciousness? There's one dream yo I dreamed that dream for years and it was a nightmare I, I don't know like it's strange how I, I I can easily forget happy dreams but nightmares stick because I'm a, I'm very fearful as much as I try to it's something I'm working on that's why yeah. I'm more braver because it's conscious for me to do things the things that I do because I'm I'm a very scared person yeah. right so a dream of this guy right not it was not even scary wherever i used to stay i used to, when i started having these dreams i stayed in the south and we were the last the top unit yeah. right and this man would literally be half the window i mean window right yeah. with a black top and a black uh, leather jacket right a black guy yeah? and then his hair was like properly like cut guy you yeah. know and he would literally just stare at me this dream had like continued for like I think four years wow and I did not know I, I was too, sometimes when it rained because I would dream of him mostly when it rained mm-hmm. or when it was raining I would be scared to go to bed mm-hmm. because I'm like this guy is gonna and he would literally do nothing but just stare at me and I never knew even to this date what it meant yeah you know he's gone now 
I don't know whether he was looking out for me because that's what I believe dreams also do. Like I don't know whether he was looking out for me yeah. or he was a scarecrow. I don't know. Yeah, like some you know? kind of guardian. So I don't know. So yeah. that is one particular dream I yeah. literally carry with me everywhere. What are some dreams that you still hold for the future? Like one of the gifts that God and the universe and the sun and the moon continue to give me is traveling. Nothing makes me happy than that. I've been privileged enough to be able to do that. The job I'm doing now, like I grew up in poverty, you know, and I never thought it would yet make it out. And here I am, you know, I work for like one of the best companies, motor companies in South Africa, and I, my voice was heard, yeah. you know, and that that makes me happy, you know, and. Yo, I still want to travel more. I want to grow more in my career. I want to write more, you know. And my and Instagram is even though it's it was not really like a dream for me, you know. It, it's amazing to see what work it it's doing to people and for people, you know. It's amazing to see how what I can take for granted as a poem can heal someone, you know. How how am I writing about depression and 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 those two people are suicidal can help you know but for them to say I'm holding on because of you that's a dream I didn't even think I had it's a new dream that keeps coming to me all the time you know and it scares me because I feel like it is one dream I don't have control over there's a lot of responsibility you know even when I'm playing and say people's boyfriend and stuff like that I know that there's a lot of work that has to be done through my page. So I can play as much as I want, but people out there are not okay. Yeah. And I want to be that voice that keeps reminding them that it's okay not to be okay. Um, how do you see our country? Sure. When a friend asks me about home, I'm like, ah, it's amazing, it's this. Because they always come at me with like negative things. Is it safe? You know, my friend got like hijacked, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I always say, no, they're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. You know. But honestly, like, there's a lot of work to be done here at home in terms of, number one, even, like, in the parliament, the representation of women. Yeah. You know, the fact that we still have people and men saying that they would not literally actually vote for a woman president. You yes. know, it shows the suguti, suguteranan. Yeah. You know, like, women are not necessarily seen as authority. They're just seen as things to carry tasks, small things, yeah. you know. The fact that we still have a lot of rapes, the rape cases that go unsolved yeah. because people have money or people, like it's, it's not a big deal anymore you know like women are being burned to death and it's okay because someone's gonna come out speaking to a South African about home I, I say home is not safe because I know it's safe to tell your, your family that it's not safe here but to a foreigner I never tell them the truth because I never want them to know what a mess we are. It's like at home, not no Sakai, you always try to hide. hide. Yeah, so for sure, you, for sure, yeah, 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 you always hide yeah, your, exactly. your, your home secrets, you know. Yeah. And for me, this is home. You yeah. know, there, there are people, many people who would not harm a person from outside. Of course. It's unfortunate that there are people who do. The conversation that's very rarely had or, or that is had, I guess, within leadership authority structures that are mostly male dominated mm -hmm. but um, with women and I guess in civil society this happens a lot that women discuss these issues but what happens what can you see just from somebody on the ground and a general citizen of this country what 
can you see as a possible solution to help uh, women navigate this country as it goes through this transition, a very slow one, it seems? We are braver now. And I think that's what we need. For us to be heard, we need to be brave. We need to say, actually, as in, like, even that case with, I forgot her name, the baby girl with the afro yeah. at school, you know, okay. at that age, to actually stand your ground. You know, and I know that there were others behind her, but for her to say, Wuti, I will not do this because this is how I look. So I think now we are less afraid, afraid as we are. Mm-hmm. We know Wuti, Natin, before the places were closed for us. Now we know how to get into those spaces, afraid as we are, and we know Wuti, when we get there, we'll try, we will still try to be heard. You know, and that's what I'm seeing now I'm in, on my Instagram as well, like, the people I follow, the people I brave, you know, even with their bodies, with, with the way they navigate the world, with the way they handle men, you know, people are not afraid now to leave places that no longer serve them, yeah. you know, as opposed to before. Sure. So I'm seeing a lot of bravery and that's what I aspire to all the time, to be less afraid, to be more brave, to be more courageous, you know, to do all the things I would not normally do. You may have a special case around your own sensitivity, but, you know, as women, we're so often um, empathic to the struggles of the world. So besides having to deal with what we deal with, you know, we are feeling all of these things, all of these rapes, all of this youth suffering. It's like entering our bodies. And so I like to speak to people about what practices they do to stay sane, you know, to rest and essentially what I call just to heal, you know, people run away from the word because it can, you know, mean so many things. But what do you do to be able to handle your empathy, your sensitivity? Hmm. Me, I enjoy my alone time. This is me all the time. You know, in this space, this is me literally every weekend contrary to popular belief, you know. Um, I run, you know, that's when I'm sad, that's how I heal myself, you know. It's funny how something like running cleanses me so much, hard as it is when I'm doing it, you know, and I write, you know, and as much as I don't write all the time, but whenever I do write, it's my way of pouring myself out. You know, because I feel like I'm, I'm getting flooded. And so when I write, it, it, it frees up some space inside me. And I love, <laughs> you know. I, I, I'm always like in the service of loving other people, my friends, my family, you know, reaching out to my family, speaking to my mother, you know, because we've come along where she and I and there are things that I can only go through when I've spoken to her. You know, there are things I can only share with her because she's my mother. You mm. know, there are things I would not normally speak to Mumunyumuntu. You know, even though my mom are not so close, but there are things I can only go to her about. Yeah. You know, there are things I can only go to my friends about. I mean, you shared quite publicly, I guess, your journey. I mean, you share quite publicly your journey around your body yeah. and the healing body and showing where you've come from. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you thought it was important for others to see that journey and um, what else it heals besides, I don't know, you know, the very obvious things like, oh, I lost weight. 
What else is happening on the inside of that? Because it seems like quite a big healing journey. Strangest thing, when you lose weight, your insecurities increase. Increase because now you start seeing, ah, was I like that? Ah, okay. it gets worse. Yeah, like I've I've fought more fights now, losing weight, than I did before. That running for me has been it, it tests me all the time, yeah. especially when I'm running like races. Even like when you're running up a steep name. When you look at it before you start, you're like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you pace yourself. And then by the time, five minutes later, you're done with that. That's what life does. If you're afraid, you're not going to move forward. Yeah. But if you try, bit by bit, and that's what my my weight loss journey has taught me. That's what my running has taught me. Would see try mm. if you fail turns out you're not gonna feel what is failing if you've tried mm. you know you will still have ran up maybe you would have ran up the steep slower than you would normally do on a good day but in the end you would have still ran it yeah what are some of the things that you still want to heal I find that there's like apprehension in people around admitting and speaking out about what needs to be healed I find that that happens generally even in the country you want to speak about men and the way women are feeling unsafe around men in this country and people are like oh no not that conversation but it's just like I feel there needs to be a big transparency around the things that we heal some of the things are collective traumas you know Uh, what are some of the things that you still feel that you you need to heal my ego this baby girl so, I come from um, a very poor background and also abusive, yeah. right? And so when, you, when you've learned those things, right, automatically I'm always on fight mode. There are times where someone would trigger me, I would get to a party and I know someone and they say something, and the party for me is over. Yeah. And I come to and I'm like, had I kept quiet, had I just moved on, I would have had a good day. And... And the thing is, when, when, when you are used to fighting, the person will say to you, fuck off. Yeah. But because you're a fighter, I need to win. Ten times what they've said. Yeah, you'll take it all the way. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I see myself sometimes like, dealing with that, but it's gotten so much better. Okay. Um, I, I can see, I can smell my ego coming. I'm like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let it go, mm-hmm. you know, and it eats me up like two seconds. Yeah, because I'm like, I was ready for war. Yeah, but two seconds versus a full day. Yes, exactly. of fighting and being uncomfortable and not calling each other and not talking to each other. I don't want that. Yeah, because in the end, I'm a very happy baby. So rather we speak about it now, if it really bothers us, yeah, we'll speak about it. Yeah, and we'll let it. And even when we do speak about it, come down. Because the ego also, even however soft something is, the ego will always want to come out. For sure. So I always want to say, let it go. Come. I even say, okay, I can't speak to you right now. Okay. You can tell me what's bothering you right now. Let me tell you later. Yeah. Because what I say to you right now, because my ego is going to be talking, it's not going to build you. Yeah. So rather, you tell me what's bothering you, we deal with it, and then when I'm ready then we'll speak about mine. Yeah, because I was going to say to you, I'm sure there's a way to have a healthy fight. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes um, 
the problems do arise from people just keeping quiet and letting yeah. things go. Yeah. So some things need to be fought and yeah. I think there's a big fear of fighting. Yeah. You know, it's really not accepted. It's like especially with women, you know, mm. just why are you fighting? It's yeah. so ratchet, you know. <laughs> But like the fight is also very important in so many yeah. ways. So I guess what you're saying is having a healthy fight in yeah. a way and being safe. Yeah. You being safe, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um for for yourself and for others yeah. by knowing, look, dude, I cannot talk to you right now. <laughs> yeah. And I prefer that. Tell me, yeah. Caesar, let's have this conversation tomorrow. Go on the board, come on. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can assure you. Okay, so um, I think that's the end of our session. I would like to read another one <laughs> of um, Scissors. Uh, she doesn't call them poems, so I'll just call it an expression. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> okay, so letters to rain. Oh, she holds her eye now. I don't know why. Okay, here it goes. For women who've mastered heartache, loss, rejection women who've swallowed their tongues a little too often to know when to really speak women with tired legs from all the running necessary running and necessary running out of fear of drowning in the wrong oceans women who've kept their hearts in a safe and threw away the keys women who were born out of fear women who were born in the battlefield winter women snow women burning women hard-hearted women who were once upon a time soft deaf women who can hear everything undying dead women scared women women who've had to chew their umbilical cords off their mothers women who learned to run before they could crawl women who learned self-hate because they could even memorize the alphabets of their own names What do we do when the sun finally comes and wants to choose us? Do we let it come in and embrace it with our sharp-edged arms? Do we trust that it really wants to choose us and burn down the bridges we created to keep the world away? When do we know which sun to let in? I think I've chased my sun away. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think your 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 poems, your, your choice of of poems and words is is like my current life right now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and you read it so beautifully. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Jesus. I'm glad it's so incredible, so powerful. I feel like so relates to this um what is your relationship with this rain <laughs> i always <clears throat> i'm a name person right okay her mentality solo moon every woman i've been with or want to be with like seriously want to be with i've named after the phase that my life would be currently in so i've had love phase i've had moonshine mm-hmm. and now i have rain mm-hmm. right and You know, I feel like you know those like small showers, you know that scare me from running, but I run nonetheless. That's what this person is to me. This is the thing when you when you when, when you think you you've worked on yourself, your old self comes in like unannounced and you like, "Yo, 
I don't want to scare you away, you know. And healing has been such a hard and necessary thing for me and I've seen it in my in my love interest. You know, I've seen how I've evolved in through every woman I've been with. Those women have changed my life in 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 ways that will never even know because I've I've consciously been become a different person for myself through them. I told you I'm a lover. I don't want to love it. <laughs> I told you I'm a lover. I told you. Stop asking me things like this. <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> no, I think that is a, a a really brave thing. I think love is still one of the biggest kind of political acts, you know, because yo, it takes a real courage to love despite all the ish in our families with rapists in our families with all of the craziness abusers in abusers our families, in our families yeah. and we still have to love yeah. them and like you know pushing yourself to love in those spaces yeah. is really what cracks the things open you yeah. know and then we start actually uh, feeling like we could have a future because the yeah. things are out in the open love yeah. does that so yeah. um, i salute you <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lover. I'm disgusting. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much thank you for, uh, for agreeing to be on the podcast. Everybody needs to follow Susan. <laughs> Not that she needs more followers, but who knows what this could mean to have this uh, huge constellation of women uh, not only just drinking from your water, but like holding you and sending you all of this light and yeah. all of this love and affirmation yeah. because you are beautiful Thank you. and you are a light you know? <laughs> and um, yeah it's women like you that, that we 